Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of Elevate with M. Swaff. I'm your host, Emily Swaffield, and this podcast is all about getting raw and real about what it really takes to get to where you want to be and elevate in all areas of your life. If you haven't done so yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out when a new episode drops. And if you like what you hear, please share the love, leave a review and connect with me on Instagram. You can find me over at mswaff, E-M-S-W-A-F-F. Reach out and tell me what you're loving or what topics you want to hear more about. And just know that I'm so grateful to have you listening in so we can get on this journey together. All right, let's dive in. You know, just a reminder that you can set new goals and, you know, new things that you want to achieve and work towards at any point in your life. You do not need to wait for the 1st of January every year to set goals. But obviously, as we close out, you know, a year and we start a fresh new year, it is a great time to reflect and to set new goals. But just remember, like you can make positive change and set new goals at any point. So don't fall into the you know what, I'm just going to wait until next year category. If there's action you can take today, take it. So as we head into 2022 uh, and, and get ready to wrap this year up, I wanted to take this episode to really focus on something that I would just honestly love for all of us to do more of in 2022. And that is to stop worrying and start living literally like less worrying and more living guys. Okay. And I think I can speak for a lot of people when I say, you know what, it's just been a hell of a lot to deal with over the past 18 months, hasn't it? You know, I mean, life can be stressful enough as it is, you know, let alone dealing with living through a global pandemic that has dragged on way longer than we imagined. So, you know, here's the thing guys, like our brain is actually wired to look for problems to solve. So it's no wonder if we're like wired to be constantly looking for problems or danger, like why we find it so easy to navigate towards worrying. And then you add in the layers of the fact that the majority of people fall into the category of being overworked, underpaid, or potentially, you know, have lost their employment over the last 18 months. Like we live in a day and age as well, where we have distractions like iPhones and notifications going off, you know, 24 seven, seriously, like it, it's impossible to switch off. A lot of us live on social media where we are constantly confronted with highlight reels of everyone else living their best lives, you know, and that just encourages us to fall into the comparison trap. I mean, there is just a lot to deal with. And then you top that off with the pain that we've experienced in the world. I mean, I think we all deserve a medal for just surviving the past 18 months. Am I right? But what I wanted to do is really just, I want to talk about a, a book that I read, uh, which I've mentioned already a couple of times on the podcast, which really did, uh, it changed a lot for me. It was really a pivotal point in my life um, at a point where I basically it hit rock bottom. Uh, and I opened up about this, I think it was episode 11, um, you know, the only thing holding you back. I open up a little bit about what I went through at that time and how, yeah, my mental health was massively suffering. And I went through a really, really dark period in my life. And this book was kind of the starting point and the turning point of the positive changes that I started to make. And, you know, me tipping my toe and entering into that personal development world. Um, It all really started here. So the book is called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. So a lot of what I'm going to cover in today's episode uh, is taken from that book. And whilst we're on the topic of books, you know, I love a good book recommendation. Another book recommendation I want to give you guys, which really ties in with uh, this episode is Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Folio. And I actually went to her book launch in London 
when this came out and heard her speak and, and it was great. And, and that's just a fantastic book. It's a really great book to read. She's got a you know a huge personality. It comes through, but you know, the concepts in it are really, really great as well. So what I want to do is kick things off by talking through, uh, again, this comes from how to stop wearing and start living is, you know, really some strategies. Like I want to give you guys some actual strategies that you can use to help you stop worrying and start living because that is just, like I said, it's one of my things I would just love for all of us, myself included, like often, I mean, most of the time um, when I'm doing these episodes, I'm really talking to myself as well, you guys, uh, as a reminder, you know, practice what you preach, but process and just, yeah, just put this in your notes from like drill this into you and it will really help. So the first thing is just ask yourself, what is the worst thing that can possibly happen? Okay. Like what's the worst thing that can possibly happen? Because we so easily get caught up in our heads thinking about like, Oh my God, it's so bad. Like, ah, when really, if we actually logically stop and think, okay, you know, should this go down this path or whatever, if it happens, like what's the worst scenario really? And when we actually take a logical approach and look at that, we're often like, okay, it's really not that bad. Is it? So the first step is really just ask yourself, what is the worst thing that can possibly happen if I don't solve this problem? And then step two is after figuring this out, prepare yourself mentally to accept it if necessary. If it does happen, just prepare yourself mentally to accept it. Okay. Acceptance is a big thing. And then once you've mentally accepted it, you've mentally accepted the worst possible outcome, start to calmly improve on it. After all, there's nothing worse that can happen than the worst possible outcome, which you've just gone over. So it's a really quick and easy three-step process. But to beef that out a little bit, in his book, he really goes into a lot of detail around four steps that will really help you work through uh, in detail. Like if you are faced with some stressful situations or some big problems or challenges or anything like that, that are causing you a lot of grief or worry, this process will really be helpful. And this is a four step process. Okay. So the first step in this process is getting the facts straight, okay? To be able to make, you know, an informed decision and and really think about, you know, what's the way, what's the best way forward, uh, you need to have your facts right, okay? So much that people worry about, uh, you know, it often isn't even based on facts or reliable knowledge. So make sure that you have your facts straight and you have the correct knowledge that you need to make an informed decision, okay? You also want to make sure, this is still all part of step one, to eliminate emotions, okay? Facts are facts. You've got to take emotion out of it because in stressful situations, if we make decisions based on emotion, they often turn out not to be the best decisions, okay? <laughs> Speaking from experience here. Um, so just make sure you get your facts straight, that you eliminate emotion, okay? Really, really important. So step two, after weighing in the facts, okay, come to a decision on what you can or cannot do about it. And why I include a cannot in there is because this is where it becomes really important, guys, for us to accept and release sometimes things that we just cannot change, okay, or do anything about. For instance, the fact that a global pandemic broke out, not a lot we can do about that. Like, I or you cannot change the fact that, you know, a a pandemic broke out. We can't. Like, that's out of our control. I can't go back, change time, and be like, okay, it didn't happen. That's just not an option. So sometimes we have to accept that, okay, this has happened. So what do we do about it? Where do we go from here? Okay. And there's a great quote that I say a lot, actually, in a lot of trainings that I do. And I, you know, I've said this multiple times, it's the serenity prayer. 
And it says this, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Oh, I love that. Honestly, like I'm going to say it again. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Honestly, I have lived by that and it is so powerful. So once you've done this and you've figured out what you can or cannot do about the situation, write it down, like pen to paper, guys, write it down. There is so much power in getting thoughts out of your head, organizing them and putting them down on paper. Okay. So moving on to step three of the process is once you've reached a decision, this is the simple part. Well, simple in that it's short and sweet, but uh, is to just take action. Okay. Like you've got to take action. Once you've gone through it all logically, you've figured out the facts, you've taken emotion out of the equation and, you know, falling into that worry kind of trap. These are the questions that you need to ask yourself. Okay. Four questions. First one is what is the problem? Second, what is the cause of the problem? Third, what are all the possible solutions? And fourth, what is the best solution? So that is just a process that I would really highly recommend, like, you know, writing this down or, you know, really just taking time to think about that or come back to this. If you, you know, find yourself in a situation where you're stressed or you're worrying over something like this is a process, like I promise you, it will, you will feel less stressed and you will worry less when you actually get out of your head and come to something to focus on like this process and just work your way through the process. And then you will come to a conclusion of what action to take and how to move forward. And that will help the worry melt away. I'm not going to say that it's going to take the problem away, but it's definitely going to help you deal with the problem better. Okay. So the next thing I want to go through again, this is from the book is, um, Dale Carnegie goes through six laws. He calls them, uh, laws to break that worry habit. Okay. So to get yourself out of the habit of just always being a worry wart, that's what my mom calls them. Like, Oh, you're such a worry wart. And I used to be someone that like worried a lot and, And those of you that know me will know that I am way more chill than I used to be. Like I used to be someone that was very, very stressed, highly strung, high anxiety. Like I've shared this before and been open. I used to be on, you know, pretty strong anxiety medication. Like I used to be the definition of a worry ward. Okay. And I am so far from that today because I've obviously worked on myself a lot. Uh, and you know, I'm very, very different person in terms of how I react with situations because I have learned that, you know, worrying doesn't solve any problems and it really just takes away from happiness and feeling good and being present and all those kind of things. So I've learned that it just does not serve me. So these are some laws that will be really great to help you kind of break that habit of being a worry what. So first of all, the first one is to stay busy. Okay. Now the reason for this one is because he talks about the fact that the more free time you have, the more time you have to think and allow your brain to wander, which is going to end up worrying. Because remember I said at the start of the episode, like we're wired, like our brain is wired to default, to look for problems and worry. So if you've got time to just sit around and think and you just let your brain wander, it's probably going to find something to worry about. So keep busy, have hobbies, you know, do things that keep you entertained and, you know, will keep you busy because that will help less your worry. Okay. The second law is don't sweat the small stuff, guys. Like how many times have you caught yourself out thinking, 
oh my God, I'm just having such a bad day because I don't know, you hit the snooze button that morning, you were late to a meeting, or, I know your dog pooped on the carpet. <laughs> oh, that happened to me just the other day. Whatever. Anyway, you, you know, a few things have happened and you're like, oh, it's such a bad day. And then you hear about someone else's bad day where they might've lost a loved one or they've had to rush their kids to hospital for an emergency. Like it's so important to put things into perspective, guys, and not sweat the small stuff. Like, and again, this is coming from someone who definitely used to sweat the small stuff. I used to worry over so many trivial things, honestly. It's so funny because I'm so different today. Like something will happen like, okay, back to, sorry to keep using Roxy as an example, but you know, she made, she had an accident. She's still a puppy and she had an accident on our brand new expensive rug in our sitting room. And we somehow just must've missed it. Cause we, yeah, we hadn't like, we weren't in the sitting room that day. And so it had dried. So it wasn't something that we like were able to, you know, clean up quickly. Uh, and <laughs> here's me going to like solve the problem and clean it up. I looked up and Googled, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen me put this on my stories, but I Googled like, what's the best remedy for cleaning dog pee out of a rug? Uh, and it was some kind of fabulous concoction of vinegar and detergent and, or baking bicarb soda, all these things to go into to this mixture. Uh, so I was very, very diligent. I went and got everything and I add the measurements and I had it all right. And I followed all the steps and I was scrubbing away. And then I'm like, this just looks even more yellow <laughs> than it was. And it's because I just realized in that moment, I used white wine vinegar instead of like white vinegar that you use for cleaning. I used white wine vinegar. Oh, Emily. <laughs> What are you doing? And the thing is, the old me would have been like so stressed and like, oh my God, what am I going to tell Chris? Like, oh my God, I have to ruin our rug. And I was like, do you know what? I'm not going to sweat the small stuff. I made a mistake. I'll figure out a way. I'll get a professional cleaner to come in and deal with it. And whatever, I'm moving on. I'm not going to let that ruin my day. So don't sweat the small stuff, guys. Okay. The next law is the law of averages. If something is unlikely to happen, guess what, guys? it's unlikely to happen. There have been studies done that show that, and this blows my mind, roughly 85% of what people worry about never even happens. 85% guys. So most of the crap that we all worry about, it's not even going to happen. So it's just wasted energy. So just remember that. All right. So definitely like think about it. Is this, you know, what are the odds? Is this likely to happen? Because if it's not, it ain't worth your time worrying about it. Okay. Law four is to yeah, cooperate with the inevitable. Uh, and we've, we've talked about this, you know, when I was just saying a moment ago about acceptance and, and I, you know, uh, shared the serenity prayer, like guys, we have to sometimes just accept that there's things we're not going to be able to change. There's things that we're not going to be able to have, you know, total control over. And the sooner you can accept that, the, the sooner you can start living and stop worrying. Okay. So acceptance is a big thing. Cooperate with the inevitable. Uh, that's the fourth law. The fifth law is to put a stop loss order on your worries. So what, what a stop loss order is that it comes from the stock market where basically you, when you're putting in orders to buy or sell a stock, you have a stop loss for where the order happens if it hits a certain price. Okay. So decide how much worry something is worth and refuse to give it any more. So here's an example. If I, like I have a lot of calls that I schedule in with people and some people, you know, I've not spoken to before that I've met through social media and that. And 
like, you know what, there's no shows, you know, people sometimes don't show up. They've booked a call in with me and you know what, I give, I give it five minutes and then that's it. I move on. I don't like sit there for half an hour whilst the call was meant to happen being like, fuming. Oh my God, they haven't shown up. That's such a waste of my time. Like not five minutes. I'm going to give people five minutes. You know what? They could be running late, whatever. Um, if they don't show up in five minutes, that's it. I'm moving on. The call's shut down and I, I log off on my Zoom. Okay. So decide how much worry something is worth. Put that stop loss um, on your worry. Okay. And then the last, the sixth law is to let the past bury its dead. Guys, the past is the past. You cannot go back and change anything that has already happened in the past. So why waste time worrying about it or energy, you know, on your thoughts? Like it's, if it's done, it's done. The past is the past. And there's also no point worrying about the future either, because the thing is we can only live in the present moment, you guys. So any time spent worrying about the past or worrying about the future, and again, like living in the past, that's like the depression side of things, living in the future, that's the anxiety type of things. It's just not serving you. Live in the present moment. The best way to prepare for tomorrow is to live in the now. Do everything with excellence today. Live in the present moment. The more you can focus on being present, and again, you know, meditation will really help with this, your life will start to change. Because so many of us, and again, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm going off, you know, the way that I used to live was I used to live in the past and live in the future. Like, my gosh, probably 90% of the time. No wonder I drove myself crazy. <laughs> Literally. Trust me on this. The more you can focus on being present, your life will change. It really, truly will. Okay. And then the last thing I want to leave with you guys as I wrap up this episode is really that, guys, our life is what our thoughts make it. You know, I have a poster, I, I stare out on my wall every day in my office, and it says in big writing, change your thoughts and you'll change your world. And you know, I harp on about this all the time, right? Like all about mindset. So this is the thing. We have 100% control over whether we are going to worry about something or not. That is in your control, guys. No one else's, Okay. No one else's but yours. Now, here's the thing. We don't always have control over our circumstances. We don't always have control over what happens in life. But what we sure as hell have control over is our attitude and our actions. So how we react to things, how we handle that, that's 100% on us. So the sooner you can get that, the sooner you can accept that, the sooner you will start living your life and stop worrying. So that's what I have for you guys today. I hope that we can take this into us with 2022 to really just focus on, yeah, worrying less, more living, guys. I'm all about that. So have a wonderful week and I'll see you guys next week.